Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck? How many times I pressed that? I swear to God, even, this is even the intro knows it's Friday. Oh my God. Welcome to For Book's Sake. This is Heather Roberts. <laughs> and I am Veronica Adams, and we are the duo at 1852 Media. And I apparently can't press buttons this morning, so there's that. <sighs> you know. It's not Heather. It's the gremlins in the computer. It's Friday. It's it been is. a week. Especially if you are uh, in, in Roma or, and uh, yeah. Yeah, if you are in or somehow connected to Romance Landia, for sure. What a week. It has what been a, a wild week. Um, I'll probably end up publishing this. We usually drop them on Fridays. I'll probably publish this uh, episode sooner rather than later. Today's August 4th um, because I want to make sure that we're current, right? Like We want to keep yeah. you up to date and have this. This is a timely discussion. This is a timely discussion. So for those that don't know, oh my God, how can I how can I recap this in a way that is I don't know, short. <laughs> I'm not sure I can. Well, t- let me talk let's talk about what we're talking about today. So today we feel that it's probably a good idea to address uh, and give you some tips about what to do as an author. Uh, If you are in crisis, if you have a crisis management situation, what do you do? What happens when you step in it and how do you get out of it? Yes. Yes. Let's let's be even more specific and talk about crisis in the sense of your public facing uh, persona, your brand in general. And crisis can come in all sorts of forms. This is less about like your personal life or anything like that. This is more about... Your public facing persona and what happens when you're experiencing some sort of drama or issue in that regard. Which is bound to happen at some point. Uh yes. in what in yes. a varying degrees of levels, right? Like yes. there's varying levels here, but it is bound to happen at some point that you will have some sort of public facing crisis that you will have to address. And we're all human. We yeah. make mistakes. And that's sort of the biggest thing. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Making mistakes. Uh, I was watching a, I, you know, I watch a lot of PR crisis management, just general PR marketing, you know, videos and experts on these types of things. Uh, I myself, you know, Veronica and I are both attorneys. We've dealt with uh, other crises in people's lives Good and Lord, drafted uh, things, about, you know, for them. So we have some experience in this. We've we've done some research. I worked for uh, a woman once, uh, a managing partner, who had many flaws, who I didn't see eye to eye with. But as an attorney, she was amazing, amazing attorney. And she had a great phrase that I would like to share here. And her phrase was, you can either have your goal or you can have your reaction. And... Just let's sit with that for a minute. Yes. <laughs> you that's can, beautiful. You can have your goal or you can have your reaction. And it really is true when you apply yeah. it to so many. Yeah. You can apply it to personal aspects of your life. Dude, I was just thinking like I'm, I'm going to tell my therapist that next week when I see her because like, holy crap. It's so insightful, right? It is. And it really can be applied beautifully in crisis situations when you're a brand and you, because you as a brand 
are emotionally tied to that brand. You own yes. the business. You are the brand. This is your blood, sweat, and tears. Yes. You are breaking your back and your brain to make this thing happen, of course. Yes. So obviously, when somebody says something, does something, when, when you are thrust for whatever reason in a negative light in the public sphere, your immediate feeling most people is to get their back up against the wall and become very defensive and to lash out emotionally. However, your reaction may not be in line with what your goals are. And we see this a lot, you know, what for this situation, let's, I'll give a very short rundown. There is a influencer on TikTok who has over a million followers who started making content for book talk and then started specifically making content about hockey romance. The content was at first very lighthearted became, you know, it was, it was sort of like idolizing real life hockey. And then it moved into like idolizing real life hockey players, calling them sexy, calling them, you know, using different sounds to, make it known that they are appreciated for the way that they look. I am making so this. So it's an average Tuesday night between October and April in my living room. Cause I am actually Correct. a hockey fan, not just a hockey romance reader. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Veronica comes at this from a different perspective. She is a, a yeah, true no, hockey fan. True hockey fan. Yes. But so yeah, yeah no, no different than what you might experience in my living room two or three nights a week. And a lot of, some of the content in the beginning was very benign. Fun. Then fun. And then it started to morph because it started to become more graphic. Okay. Uh, these players started to become truly sexualized in her videos. Yes. Very much so. The, the team that she, Seattle Kraken was the team uh, that was, you know, decided to lean into this. Seattle Kraken is a new team in Seattle then they they decided to lean into some of these videos. They saw the traction that it was making and their PR team was like, let's do it. So they started making videos that they knew were going to garner these types of, you know, reactions. The influencers' videos- Thirst, thirst traps, if thirst you will. Thirst traps, yes. The influencers' comments became more crass and vulgar over time. As happens when someone is sexualized and their humanity is removed from the picture. Correct. <clears throat> Talking to you, Sis Hetman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just had to slide that one in there. Uh, absolutely. And so that's that's essentially what happened. It came to th- this influencer was, you know, really she was flown out to the game, um, to the Seattle Kraken. She was given gifts by them. She was, you know, I've seen some stills of the the, the jersey, the sweater, if you yes. will. She had a a jersey given to her by the team with book talk on the back of it and everything. Like, so I mean, and I should note that this influencer in particular has not. This is not her first controversy that she has been a part of. Okay, right, right. So this is this is not the first time that she has done things that people have found objectionable. And people did find her comments objectionable. Sure. I had many well, the hockey bigger your audience gets the bigger your reach goes, the more yeah. people you're going to touch, and the more people are going to give you negative feedback. That's just 
the way growth happens. Her comment section, you wouldn't know it. Um, I don't know if she deleted comments that did object to it. It's very pop. I have no idea. That is total speculation. But her comment section appeared to be very supportive. And but privately, at least, and I know some people talked about it on Facebook, because, <laughs> you know, Facebook uh, talked about how they were uncomfortable with a lot of these comments, uncomfortable with these videos, uncomfortable with the use of real life people in when talking about fictionalized stories, had a ton of, you know, clients. I represent a lot of hockey author clients. They were very uncomfortable with me privately talking, you know, talking with me about these issues. Well, it came to a boiling point um, this past weekend when the wife of one of the hockey players issued a statement basically saying, can we be reasonable here and calm down, like calm the fuck down? She didn't say that. She said it in a very nice way. Her statement was very well written. It, it was lovely. It set some boundaries and just said, I am uncomfortable. My husband's uncomfortable. And, you know, these these very vulgar comments had made it onto his Instagram page, um, were being commented on photos of her and their child, you know. And then the Alex Weinberg uh, was when Weinberg, Weinberg, he is the, the hockey player and he made another statement basically supporting his wife. I, I mean, major props for that, um, coming in support of his wife, Felicia, and uh, also a great statement. And then this influencer made six unhinged videos in my, the, the in unhinged is my commentary there, but I that's mean, Heather's editorial. That's my editorial, <laughs> but they were unhinged. That essentially made herself the victim in this situation, crying that the Seattle Kraken unfollowed her. The Seattle Kraken did, in fact, unfollow her and deleted all the evidence like, you know, oh, it never happened. But like from a legal from a legal perspective, I was like, oh, of course they did, because now they have an employee who is now upset about sexual harassment that they were a part of. Thank you. That's the winner right there. Yes. So I, of- I, I was so confused by the backlash about the crack and cleaning things up on their account because legally obviously that's to. what they're going to do. They strayed into this gray area where now one of their employees who has a very expensive contract, no matter how you measure it. I mean, the way yeah. these guys get paid, there's a lot of money on the line there and other obligations that go along with that kind of thing. Yes, of course now they're facing basically outright sexual harassment because of something the employer did. Yes. Not unilaterally. Obviously, this content creator sure. definitely started the fire and also poured fuel on it, but they were complicit. 100%. 100% they were complicit. So, that's a whole different situation. I mean, we're talking mm-hmm. about legal things with HR yeah. and and all of right. that. So, of course they removed everything. This content creator did not initially. Um, I believe all those videos are now down. The unhinged videos I speak of are down. The original videos. The six reaction videos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I believe the more salacious content has also been removed at this point. Her statement was terrible initially. That was one of the six unhinged videos that that she released. Uh, it was just, it was not good. So 
And then there's other authors who have gotten caught up in this or have been a participant in it from the beginning. Right. Also sharing right. videos of real life people, you know, real life hockey players, aligning them to their books and, you know, maybe not sexualizing them to the level that this content creator was, but also certainly participating in the trend. Well, this is, this is one of those bad behaviors that seems ever prevalent in romance landia specifically. I will not say that this happens in the book world in general, but this is just the newest incarnation of authors and readers behaving badly with cover models at book signing events, which is something that has been going on since book signing events and reader networking events began. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, have now taken it virtual and it's happening in one, two, three, five, 10 minute video clips on book talk. Yes. I mean, I have witnessed with my own eyes some awful behavior by some women in the Romance Landia community. I just, my mouth, I, I, yeah. Some of the things said to people's faces, um, men's faces, just, because there comes a point where they're not treating them like a real life human being they mm. are it's this persona that they have in their head or they there's no humanity there and there's like a separation and so suddenly they feel right. that they are free to do whatever that is what they, happens they represent here. that character in their heads yes. you know whoever you know whatever cover they associate them with and it's just a fantasy rather than realizing no this is a real unique human being who is not that fictional person in your head that you adore and who deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. So back to, that's the situations, but back to the point. So you can have your goal or you can have your reaction when these things happen. So in this situation, if you're the content creator that did this and you suddenly realize that what you did was, is no longer acceptable, was not acceptable, but now it's, it's come to your attention You couldn't see the forest for the trees and you goofed. Yeah. Instead of defend coming to a point where your back is up against the wall and you're now making up every excuse in the book, because how you have to really think about how is that going to help me meet, reach my goals? If my goal as a content creator is to put out quality content, continue making money off of my account, uh, reaching new people you know, consistently and growing in this industry, because here's the thing, if your goal is not to grow in the industry, if your goal is not to be invited, if you don't care about being invited to industry events, if you don't care about authors working with you or anything like that, then sure, do whatever you want. But if you care about how you are perceived within the community for future work opportunities, then your reaction should be in line with those goals. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it would, and I should take a moment here to say, it would be nice if you, you know, personally and mentally also believed that you were wrong and that you want to do right by the people whom you wronged. That would be lovely too. But Veronica and I have seen enough people to know <laughs> that that sometimes isn't true. Listen. <clears throat> It's no secret that pseudonyms and public personas are used for a reason. Everybody's a private individual behind closed doors. 
And you would be shocked uh, by some of the personal beliefs and uh, ways of treating people that seem to be acceptable for certain public figures when they don't think that their public facing fans and readers are watching them. Yes. So, I mean, you, you would like to think that it comes from the heart whenever they make these statements. That's the goal, right? Like just be a good human. I mean, that is the goal, but regardless, not everybody is, not everyone's a good human. And if they don't have a good team, that becomes a lot more evident. Absolutely. But yeah, you want, when you're making a statement, about anything, when, when you're making a public statement, you want to do a couple things. You want to take accountability. You want to explain the situation from your perspective or what it is. I like to take a neutral perspective at that point, you know, when you're explaining the statement. And then you want to give some type of a promise about what you're going to be doing forward. So you're you're taking accountability or you're not taking accountability. The first paragraph talks about accountability. Next paragraphs are going to explain what happened. And then the, the final paragraph or paragraphs are going to say, what are you going to do next? Right. How have you reflected on what you have done and, and contributed to this situation and how you can do better in the future? Right. And we've seen some great examples of those statements that have come out from authors or others who have realized that maybe a section of their book was wrong, that they didn't write it with the, through the right lens, that they weren't thinking about something, and they've released statements, taken responsibility, taken accountability, explained the situation, and then said, I'm going to do X, Y, Z to change it. And then they've yeah. done those things. Yes, that's that's the critical part, because it's very easy to to hurt marginalized people, especially when you're yes. talking about things like diversity, inclusion, own voices, appropriation, like that, that's happened a lot in our community. Yes. A lot. And I know, and I'm just going to validate you for a second. If you're listening, if you've been through something like this, or if you do go through something like this, I'm validating your future experience. You are going to want to defend yourself publicly, put out all of the information as much, you know, from your perspective, um, you know, defend yourself up, down, left, right, you know, here till Friday, whatever. <laughs> you That's are, what feels natural in a situation natural. like this. You're going to want to, you know, give times, dates, stamps, you know, and sometimes that's appropriate. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes always it's not. Always keep receipts. Yes. One, always keep receipts. But two, sometimes you don't want to or need to go on a long tirade about not, a yeah. situation. Not every situation calls for that. Some situations you just have to say, oh, shit. I yeah. fucked up. I fucked Sorry. up. Sorry. Because also, how long do you want this to go on for? Because in this situation, it being on TikTok, right, it involving a celebrity hockey player, his wife, uh, Felicia, I mean, she has a name, let's, let's use it, um, who seems like a very pleasant woman and level-headed from her statement, uh, just asking for respect, just setting boundaries. How This has now been going on for a week. It's made it to mainstream media. It's been in ESPN, in, you know, Yahoo News, Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. I mean, how long do you want this to go on? If... 
some other actions were changed from the beginning. And there was a quick statement. There was a removal of videos. There was, you know, it, I feel like if the reaction to what had occurred was different, we would not be then merging into all of these other sub conversations sure. that have come off of this particular event. Sure. Sure. So it matters. How long do you want this to live in the news cycle? How big of a news cycle do you want it to get? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Yeah. How much do you want to gamble with what you've built? Correct. Correct. In terms of your audience, your following, your readership, whatever, you know, whether you're a content creator or an author or both, the longer it's in the news cycle and the bigger it gets, the you have exposure and visibility going for you, but it's mostly negative and that's a really hard place to build from. Yeah. A very hard place to build from. And the community is not that big. It really, really isn't. Not. It is not that big and people do not forget things that get blown up to this level. People don't forget anything. I know. People don't remember anything. They really me. don't. There's somebody out there who has a receipt for the Whatever it is you did badly at some event in 2012, I guarantee it. Guarantee yeah. it. And, and there are a lot of authors who have been around from the very beginning. They were trads in the 80s or 90s, and now they're hybrids or completely indie yeah. in present day. And they've seen it all, you know, and they just I mean, have no tolerance for this kind of BS. And they will throw their weight around at a book signing event, for example, <laughs> if they see that XYZ person is now invited and they don't, they know that there was some crazy thing. Yeah. They will contact the event coordinator coordinator and say, I'm not coming. Mm -hmm. And I have a group of people who won't be coming yeah. if this person is still going. My readers out. Yeah. And I've seen it happen where people get uninvited yes. to book signings because of these types of situations. So, I mean, it's it's wild. I've seen people get uninvited from book sightings based on accusations alone. No actual mm -hmm. evidence or proof of anything that yeah. actually occurred. Yeah. If your so, behavior ends up on the whisper network, that's all it takes sometimes. That's all it takes. To get blacklisted. Yeah. And and that's not that I mean that's just public facing events, right? That's sure. networking with other authors or readers or content creators. Never mind the hit that your business is going to take, right? So in this particular scenario, we've got a content creator who's making, my understanding is very good money based on her public rate card. Yeah. And I'm certainly not going to be counseling authors to partner with her in the future, oh, at least sure. not for quite some time, unless or until she finds a way to manage this crisis and rehabilitate her image. Correct. Take some accountability for what? Sure occurred sure. right uh so, so what are her choices to stick it out and take the you know take the deals that she can is she gonna have to to um start a completely new brand from the bottom up and try to replicate what she's already built under a different account yeah i don't know you know now i find not another way to monetize her activity in in romance landia i mean i will be very interested to see who is the first brand deal she gets mm -hmm. after this yeah. whole thing? Because I don't, I don't foresee anybody really willing to take that plunge. 
and be the no. first. Not for a long Not time. Not for a long time. So that's something to really consider. That's why the whole goal reaction thing is very important. Because if you want your business to continue in a way that is not hindering upon your ability to make money, you need to really consider it. I mean, I think about that. Do you remember seeing that viral TikTok video of, I think it was a car dealership where they ordered a pizza and they tipped the guy like $7 or something like that. And then they asked for the money back and he came back. Yeah, that whole one. If you haven't seen it, just Google it or go on TikTok and look it up. It's everywhere. That whole car dealership went out of business. Went out of business. Yeah. Classic case example of playing stupid games and winning stupid prizes. Yes. And pe- over a tip. Over a tip. But you know what? It's about treating people humanely. It's about treating right. people with respect and not being an asshole. Right. And and accepting the consequences yes. of your decisions. Because yes, you are quite free to do all of these things, right? But with your freedom comes responsibility. There is no consequence-free scenario where you get to behave badly and, and live, not yeah. face some sort of retribution, backlash, punishment, however you want to characterize it in, in verbiage. There is going to be some sort of countermeasure, a reaction, a consequence. Correct. And you're probably not going to like it. And that's what people call it cancel culture. It's not cancel culture. It's accountability culture. I mean, it is okay to tell somebody when they're not acting right that they're not acting yes. right. And right. you don't have to continue to support that business person, what yeah. have you. Right. And some, I mean, that's not cancel culture. That's free market. That's... Yeah. That's capitalism, baby. I mean, that's Amen. What, that is what we are in. So, you know, I don't I don't like the term cancel culture for things like this because that's not what it is at all. It's the free market working. Um and if you don't I mean, if you don't like it, that's that's what we live in, unfortunately. Right. Sorry. Right. But yeah, it's it's all about accountability and holding people accountable is absolutely okay and should be. There's that great um, quote, I forget who said it, but you know, everyone, what is it? Everyone sits down at a banquet of his own consequences at some point. And it's very true. If you act badly at some point, you will sit down to eat at a banquet of your own consequences. Carl, let me tell you, we have a, we have a three and a half year old, right? Mm Mm-hmm. My husband is neurospicy, okay? This man is ADHD all day long. And I have to tell him repeatedly, well, if it isn't the consequence of your own actions, when the three and a half year old gets into something that daddy left out because daddy forgets to put stuff away. Yeah. And it's that simple. Yes. Across the board in this situation. If you don't want the mess, don't set yourself up to find yourself in one. Yeah. And understand that if you do make a mess, you're going to have to clean it up. Exactly. And it may be uncomfortable. And it may be wildly it uncomfortable. Be. It, will it will be. It will be uncomfortable. Yes. Guarantee it. it will, because you're yes. going to be wanting to have that reaction rather than preserving your goal. And that's really the bottom line here. Yeah, it really is. 
And yeah, you will be wildly uncomfortable throughout the entire process. Yeah. So just expect that. Um, And, you know, it can be as simple as dealing with a customer email that comes in that isn't positive, right? Right. You can have your reaction and scream about it privately. You can have a reaction and scream about it publicly. If you choose to do that publicly, you are now going to have to deal with the consequences of that reaction. Right. Which is probably not going to be what you want it to be. So, and we've seen that over and over and over. Girl. Over and over. (laughs) Over. And listen, we are not the only industry that deals with these types of things. Like I mentioned, you know, I mentioned the car dealership one. It is everywhere. Yep. It is just a product you of deal life with the now. public in any yes. capacity. These are the risks you're exposed to. Exactly. And so you have to make sure if you're putting yourself out there in the public light as a business owner, a brand owner, what have you, that you have some values for your business, that you know how you're going to handle things when they go awry, what are your policies for these things? Think about them now when you're in a calm, rational moment so that when it does come up, you have something to look at and fall back on. So I don't know. Can I say anything else about that? (laughs) I mean, I I could go on forever, but you know, those are the high notes. Those are the high notes. This is comprehensive. I mean, it doesn't, you know, from here we end up lecturing and sounding preachy, right? Like, yeah. be smart about what you're doing with your brand. And anytime you feel yourself getting defensive or needing to explain or justify something you've done because you've gotten negative feedback from someone, just remind yourself, do I want to have my reaction or do I want to have my goal? Right. And what do, what do each of those look like? Because it's not just simple. You have to think about what... Take it out to the end point. What do each of those look like? Play it out. Yep. And out. you'll your often reaction. find that you don't want to do the reaction yep. one. That one usually opens doors to lots of, lots of, lots of messes. Yes. So think, I mean, thinking about that all in mind, I have our evergreen marketing tip for the day. You found a way to tie it in? Sort of a little bit. You're my hero. So my today's heroine. today's marketing tip is not to overthink your business moves or over research. You want to react and not react. You want to act. So sometimes people will research their next move, right? To the nth degree, research the next series they want to write, research the next product they want to put out. Sure. Sure. Overthink how they're going to do X, Y, or Z. There's a level of thinking that is required, just like we were talking about for anything. <laughs> but you don't know until you act sometimes with these things. So right. you have to make right. sure that you are not only thinking about the next move for your business, but you are also acting, making active steps for the next move of your business. Whether it's you want to create a merch shop, you can research those till the cows come home as I look at cows out my window. Or you can go and actually make a shop, make one product, make three products, do something small to get you to where you eventually want to be with a whole merch shop. 
So don't paralyze yourself and overthink things to that degree. I think that's brilliant. Thank At you. some point you you dive in so deeply that you cannot move. Correct. Correct. And I think that that also happens sometimes in crisis management. You become paralyzed in the situation mm-hmm. and you feel that you can't move. So you have to you have to act to get out of it. And so hopefully you'll take these tips that we gave you today and uh, if you do get into a crisis crisis situation, Veronica and I are available to help you through that, by the way. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're not going to be your yes men. It is not going to happen. No, you're probably actually going to get a very honest analysis of what you've already done wrong and what you should probably do instead going forward. Yes. But if you're looking for that, feel free to contact us. That's that's part of what we do and part of why we're here. Yes, absolutely. Um, but until then, we so appreciate you and stay out of trouble. Yes. <laughs> don't don't step in it. Don't step in it. <laughs>